Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey everybody, it's Rodney with Video Games Now, and uh, joined today is uh, Mr. Cole. Hello. Oh, ho, ho, ho. And uh, joining us as a uh, special guest, we have our fellow Sea of Thieves sailor slash pirate slash awesome dude. Uh, we have Adam. Hello. What's up? Uh, so, today is actually Will's birthday, but he can't join us because we got him so fucked up yesterday that he's incapacitated. Um... He started off by saying, I'm driving home, and then the next moment he chugged half a bottle of wine, and then he was out of commission for the rest of the night. So, Will, in your honor, I'll drink uh, for the entirety of the podcast. I have nothing around me. You told me to get a beer, and I already drank beer, but I got nothing for you, Will. Alright, so uh, Adam is uh, not helping us with drinking, I imagine. No, I don't do such things. Living that pure life. (laughs) Alright, so uh, so today we're going to be talking about Zelda and uh, the Breath of the Wild sequel and also the Link's Awakening remake coming out on the Switch later this year. It's going to be awesome and uh, we're very, very excited and we're excited to talk about it. And it's all coming up right now. Right now. Right now. Alright, so uh, Breath of the Wild uh, was a fantastic game, as we've talked about multiple times on this podcast. And uh, now that they've announced the sequel, we're even more excited. So let's uh, let's maybe first talk about uh, what you guys liked specifically about Breath of the Wild, and then... Uh, I want to quickly say that last podcast, Will and I had a fight over which podcast would be next. He said Zelda, and I said we'd have a dance game one, <laughs> and he's not even here. And he still beat me in which podcast happening next, so I'm just kind of choked about that. Yeah. So now I'm gonna I'm gonna bad talk wheel this whole time. All right, <laughs> great. So sorry, that was my <laughs> no no problem. So uh, the the biggest thing about Breath of the Wild was it definitely was not rushed. Uh, it was originally supposed to be released in 2015, and they kept pushing it. Finally, uh, pushing it till March 3rd, 2017, releasing uh, as a launch title for the Switch. Um, but the overall game itself was very well done. Uh, it didn't feel like it was missing anything, and they even added DLC, which I wouldn't even call DLC. It was more of an expansion. Than anything. So, Cole, what are your uh, favorite things about uh, Zelda: Breath of the Wild? Oh man, I, I <clears throat> every Zelda game you played, you got that open world feeling, and uh, this just like expanded that so much more. I was so excited when I first left the the tutorial area, and I got dropped in the world, and there's no no help for you. You know, like you don't get any any tips or cooking instructions or weapons instructions. Like it's all you. You can go do whatever you want, however you want to do it. And I was just, I was amazed at the freedom that they gave you. And I took advantage of it. Yeah, it was, uh, I, I like that, that as well. Clip. I like that as well. What about you, Adam? Uh, yeah, the freedom. Absolutely the freedom. It was absolutely incredible that you could just go and do whatever you wanted uh, in the same vein of, like, Crackdown way, way before it. Um, you can get horses, any horses. There's a giant horse. There's all sorts of fancy horses. Uh, which was really cool, and then 
just um, all the little, like it didn't have traditional dungeons, but it had all the little shrines and they were so much fun to complete. It was, uh, it was incredible. I would love for them to bring back some traditional dungeons. Like I'm, I love the mini games and all of the, uh, what the heck, the shrines, the, the Eureka shrine, what are they called again? Uh, yeah, the shrines. What do you mean? Like the little, yeah, they yeah. had to open up. There's uh, 120 of those in the game, and I actually did all of them because I, I oh wanted my to. Guess. Yeah. So. Did you 100% it, Rod? Um, with the exception of the Korok seeds, because fuck that. <laughs> There's like 900 of them. Yeah. There's 999 of them. And That's after, insane. like, you get half of them, there's no point because you get the, the maximum reward. At, like halfway through. I think it's like 400, yeah, 444 or something is when, or 480 is once you max out all of your stuff. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. But you got the golden poop. If you got them all, they just gave you a little yeah, golden, turd. golden turd. See, I thought that they were going to be setting up like a sweet DLC thing where you take your gold pile of poo and you exchange it for like golden poo armor or some bullshit. They <laughs> <laughs> rock the golden poo armor now. That, that would have been cool. That was. That would have been cool. I, I beat. I, I do kind of like how it's just like for the hundred percenters to do it, but something a little bit more would have been good. Yeah, and uh, but they gave you a cool motorcycle. That was a little bit better, I think. Oh, oh yeah, motorcycle I, was so cool for the DLC. Yeah, um, that uh, DLC was like exactly what the game needed to, because the game was good on its own, but like the, it just left you wanting just a little bit more, and that DLC totally delivered that. I'm surprised they only came out with two you know like i thought they would three is usually like a big game like this like i think witcher did three dlc and um i don't know you, you like bigger open world games usually do three i was expecting one more well that's funny that you say that because uh the uh producer of the games announced that uh the sequel that's coming out for breath of the wild uh, breath of the wild 2 is i guess what we'll call it um it said it was too big for dlc so they obviously were um, wanting to build onto the world already, but it just it just was not. Um, it's it's way too big for it to be just DLC. So they're just making an entirely new game, which scares me a little bit. You know, like or they or they also said they had too much. They had too many DLC ideas. You know, I, I hope the new one doesn't feel like it's too all over the place. Like this, the too derivative. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, this is the first time I guess they've actually done a, a real sequel. They had Zelda 2 back in the day, but since then they've always been making new iterations um, every time. Even if it's part of the same universe, it's like a different timeline. Mm -hmm. um, so this is the yeah, this is the first time they're making an actual sequel. So it's going to be kind of crazy. Yeah, and at the end, usually oh go ahead, Roddy. Oh yeah, at the end of the game too, they left it somewhat open ended because Zelda, Zelda says like oh we have lots of work to do, and then it just kind of ended it there. So. Uh, mm. Yeah, this will be interesting. Because the the if you go into the Zelda timeline, you know, like every game is non um, chronological. Like the if uh, there's a book that has like all the Zelda timelines in it, and you know, like the uh, what was it, Twilight Princess comes like way before or way after certain games, and then Skyward Sword, and yeah. they're all in different uh, different timeline areas. So yeah, this is like a direct continuation of of that one and they don't do the same original thing that's kind of a it's a big leap yeah i think uh it's gonna be great i'm i'm very very excited and uh but what i'm interested to find out is how they're going to expand on the world because the in the trailer they had pretty much the exact same hyrule from breath of the wild and if it's a direct sequel how are they going to keep the overworld fresh yeah yeah they'll add an underworld like, which that, yeah, really, really cool. That was actually what I was going to suggest because the trailer shows Zelda and Link underground. It's in some sort of tomb or something. Oh, that would be yeah, that would be super awesome. Be cool if you could play as Zelda, but I uh, I don't know. It doesn't I really think they were teasing at that a little bit. It seemed you know, like, like it, but I don't know. Well, I really want to play with my wife, you know, like, and the traditional like in Zelda games, you could always have more than one um, slot. You know, like you'd have three different games you could play but on breath of the wild like you only had one game that was it yeah. you, you couldn't start another one so like my wife wanted to play but she couldn't start another one on her own because it would erase the one that i was using so you know it'd be kind of cool if you could do some type of cooperative thing that you could do uh oh were you playing on wii u uh i was playing on wii u first but then i i also bought it for the switch so i have it for the wii u and i have well the on the switch you just have to change profiles and then it starts a new game Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. 
I don't know Look if it's like you. that for the Wii U, yeah. But ah, interesting. I didn't even because it didn't work for the Wii U. I guess I just never even thought of that. But that's uh, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna go. Well, I mean, once we're done, so go let it go. A, comp a companion thing would be interesting, but they've not been successful with that in the past. Like in past games, they've had some way for some other player to um, participate in the game, like as like a side character. But they haven't really had anything um, that's been like a full two-player co-op experience mm -hmm. but that would be a yeah, really so I mean, that'd be a really cool new mechanic like they completely reinvented the wheel with breath of the wild so it would be really interesting if they reinvented the whole story for the second one <laughs> well yeah and i mean like Zelda's a huge character like in smash bros you can play zelda in like hyrule um warriors you can play zelda there's so many like zelda's a, such a huge part of the legend of, of zelda series that i mean it would be interesting if you could play as her more in one of the, the traditional game sense. So use her magic, you know, like, or use her her powers. It could be a whole new shape of the, the gameplay. Well, the, the other thing is Zelda games, they take so long to make. Where this one, if they're just piggybacking, for lack of a better word, off Breath of the Wild, like, how soon is it going to be released? Like, what are they going to, what are they going to do to really polish it up or what are they going to do to take their time i think they have the time to really add another mechanic like that yeah i mean they would have started this pretty much right after breath of the wild came out so we'll say like january uh 2018 uh or maybe even sooner like maybe fall 2018 they probably started on this so i think we can expect to see this maybe uh 20 late 2020 early 2021 well wouldn't that be nice they'll announce it for that and it'll come out in 2023 yeah yeah <laughs> it'll just come keep out. pushing it It'll Just come up with pushing. the uh, Nintendo uh -huh. Switch Ultimate uh, in 2023. Yeah, they want to be a, a release for that. Yeah. Or they may do the, the maybe one. they'll do a stagger again. Like I also have it on Wii U and on Switch, and I mm. did the same thing with uh, Twilight Princess. You know, they did it with Twilight Princess. So who knows? Maybe they'll come out on both. Wait, Twilight Princess? Oh yeah, on GameCube and the Wii. Yeah. So I actually yeah I have that on both, and then I've got. Uh, Skyward's no Skyward Sword was only on the Wii. Man, you know what? Skyward Sword's so so underrated. I really enjoy it because it's just one giant one giant dungeon. Uh, it's really enjoyable. I thought, but uh, I never played Skyward Sword. I uh, it's just the motion controls were meh. Yeah, they're a little lukewarm for sure. But once you get used to them, it's you kind of you, you get used to them, and then you don't really think about it. Um, I really liked Skyward Sword because of the story. The story was very engaging, and it gave me an actual motivation to go, like, actually save Zelda. Yeah, 100% agree. And that was, yeah, that was the and, cool thing, too, was you could see her in the past and in the future. Yeah, it was really cool. So, Isn't that, like, before Hyrule was even created? Like, in, yes. the, in the chronological storyline, yeah, wasn't that, the, like, Skyward Sword was, like, one of the very, very first yeah, games? It is exactly, the first. It yeah. is the first game, yeah. It's the origin of the Master Sword. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. That's cool. Spoilers. Spo well, that's <laughs> that's what they, they told you um, before the game was even released. They said it was the origin of the Master Sword, and I was like, fucking, I'm in. That's bad. How many Master Swords do you have? I ask you this every podcast. I have two. I have two? the regular one and the, and the Dark Master Sword, yeah. Oh, the Dark mm. Master Sword. <laughs> and the guy, um, the guy I bought it from at um, Fan Expo said I'm having a uh, I don't want to take it back to Ontario with me sale. And I said, all right, how much? He said 200 for both. I was like, fucking, yeah, give them to me now. Cash money swag. <laughs> and then you had to be escorted out of the convention. And holy fuck, that group walked so slow, so I just totally ditched and just kind of took my own route to my car. You just drew both the swords and started cutting people yeah. down in front of you? Yeah, like you blades on the edge. <laughs> I cut them like blades of grass. <clears throat> but I remember when I was a little kid, and uh, for Christmas, my parents were going to get me a Wii. Uh, not a little kid, but whenever the Wii came out and they couldn't get one because the Wii was sold out, like when it got released at that Christmas time, nobody could get it. But they got me Twilight Princess, so I had the, no. the Twilight Princess for Wii, but no. no Wii for like <laughs> three and a half months, and I wanted to play it so bad, but they just couldn't get it. They're like, we cannot get a Wii. So when they got it, when I finally got my Wii. I remember my favorite food was like this hot dog that I could make. Like I, ma I made this hot dog and I like melted my own cheese on it. So I made like three of my melty cheese hot dogs and then played like six hours of Twilight Princess. So that's funny. Um, oh I, yeah, it's the worst. I but thought it's hilarious uh, 
uh, did your parents do that where they gave you like one piece of the of the bigger present and then you kind of had to figure it out because my parents did yeah, that to oh, me yeah. like they in grade 7 or whatever I'm they got me a tube TV but they didn't wrap that cuz it's fucking massive um, so they wrapped the DVD player, and we opened the DVD player, my brother and I were looking at it, we're like, the fuck, we, we don't have a TV, and they're like, uh-huh, and we're like, ah, oh. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, so, that was fun. The worst thing that happened to me as a kid is my, my grandma, like, we, I must have been, like, five or six years old, my grandma got me and my sister these huge gifts, but she put the wrong name on the wrong gifts. Oh, no. So... So they put these like huge gifts in front of me and my sister, and I opened up mine, and it was a, a Barbie carriage, like a like a like a, like the horse and carriage for your Barbie dolls. And my sister opened up a Mega Bloks Lego castle, like this huge Mega Bloks Lego castle, and I just remember thinking like, oh man, that's what I wanted. Like that was the thought that went through my head to see what my sister got, being like, oh, I got stuck with this stupid Barbie carriage, and she got that. <laughs> And my sister was like crying and freaking out, and I was just angry because I wanted her gift. And that was one of my most disastrous Christmases. You guys, and then the we happened afterwards. Oh, poor you. You couldn't come to a civil resolution like you want to trade gifts, sure. Okay. Tradies. <laughs> I was like four and a half years old. Oh. I just wanted that Lego, son. Is Anyways. there any Legend of Zelda Lego? I'm looking that up right now. Uh, there could be. But uh, I wanted to talk about um, an interesting glitch in Breath of the Wild that I uh, discovered f a few weeks ago, and I actually want to speedrun it now because it, it, it'll drastically improve the amount of time it takes to speedrun the game. But it's called, uh, I mentioned this in the last podcast, it's called the BTB, or the Big Time Bounce. Uh, so here's how it works. So I got I got I gotta like burp or something because my drink's... Uh... Yeah, I've been coughing like crazy. Yeah, anyways. So... Uh, there's a couple things you need for this glitch. The first thing you need is you need a shield hop onto your shield off a ledge. Um, and then at the when you are in midair and you kind of get your bow and arrow, it, it like slows time down for you. Adam, I'm sure you remember that. Oh yeah. So when time you long, that was good stuff. when you uh, when you do that, the physics for everything in the game changes. Um, so while you're in um, bullet time is what it's called. Um, if you land on an enemy's head and kill and uh, kill him. Um, or not even kill him, just bump him. While you're in bullet time, it'll fucking shoot you, like, super far, super fast. And, uh, a guy's at the Temple of Time here, and he, b uh, BTBs all the way to Hyrule Castle. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so you skip, like... And how long does it take? Like, f like, ten seconds. Like, he's there. He's there instantly. And then he runs through Hyrule Castle before, like, some of the gates and fences have even loaded in. So he's skipping so much shit. It's wow. Because, uh, yeah, like, there's a huge speedrunning community that try to, like, break records and, and the ones who discover these things that are huge, so... Yeah, you're going to try to do that, right? Yeah, I'll try to do that. But, yeah, that's the best thing about this game, too, is, like, they were completely open, like, about it. They're like, you can beat this game, like, as soon as you get the four uh, skills, like, at the beginning, and the four beginning four shrines, like, you can go and challenge again. Yeah. You might not... You're probably not going to win, but it's possible. Um... So yeah, you just gotta get. Really I saw good. a guy do that on his first. Like he'd never played the game before. Like he bought the game, opened it, put it in, beat the tutorial level, and then went straight to Ganon. And uh, I was super interested, but unfortunately, yeah, he just did get absolutely mashed <laughs> by Ganon. But uh, but I wanted to see someone who actually is like you know who's played the game, who's beat it a couple times, and is really good and has got it down to actually try and. There's probably a video on YouTube, I just haven't watched it, but that would be... That's, yeah, that's the cool thing about the game, is you can do whatever you want. You can be like, oh, I only collected one of the four... What are the Titans called, or what are the... Uh, um, the Divine uh, Beasts. The four... Divine Beasts. Yeah, the Divine Beasts. Beast. Yeah, if you yeah. like, if you only did one Divine Beast, and then you go and face Ganon, like, you can do it, you don't even have to... Oh, do you have to get the Master Sword? No, you, no you don't have oh, to. Oh, no, 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 you don't. You can do no. anything. Um, what was your favorite yeah. uh, Divine Beast? Hmm. Ooh. That's a tough That's a one. Good one. I, yeah. The hardest one was the uh, the camel. Yeah, that was yeah that was tough. I mean, that was the first Just one even I did. Getting there was tough. Yeah, that was the first one I did. So the other three after that were like a fucking breeze. Um, because yeah, that boss was super hard. But uh, I I don't even my favorite one might be the uh, the bird one, actually. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. It's so much fun, and then so the, much fun. Then you get a really cool ability afterwards too. Yeah, one of the best abilities. 
Oh, the most used ability ever. It's like, I don't Death really want to yes. climb this goddamn mountain right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was good. Um, I, uh, I like... The the elephant, I think, was my favorite. Because I like the one you have to, like, do the puzzles with the trunk moving. Like, you had to move the trunk to drop the water down on, like, the, the gears on the yeah, inside to spin certain things. Like, yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. I mean, I found it difficult, but I loved that puzzle solving. Yeah. I thought getting into that one was so fun. Because you're riding around with what's-his-name and just shooting oh, the arrows. The, the that prince? was incredibly fun, yeah. And the ice that comes at you, and you got to break the ice and then fly up and shoot the... Yeah, that was a good Yeah, one. it was action-packed. It was really good. So my least favorite dungeon in all of Zelda is actually from Majora's Mask. It's the uh, the water level in Majora's Mask, or the water dungeon. Um, I appreciate it because the actual design of the dungeon is very well thought out, but it's still fucking annoying. And I, oh, felt, yeah. I felt that way in the elephant one. So I don't hate it like I do that other dungeon in Majora's Mask, but it's it's it reminded me of that a little bit. Did you ever beat oh, that like I before the internet? Like, did you beat it before the walkthrough? Uh, Majora's Mask. Yeah, like yep. you know how like people oh, had to yeah, beat that, that temple came before. forever ago. Yeah, like way before well, there yeah. was walkthroughs online or anything. Yeah, before the internet, when people played the game, they're like, Majora's Mask sucks. You just got to do what you did the last day. It's like, did you? Are you dumb? No. There's so many cool stories in there that you can only do at specific times. Yeah, it was. Uh, and then when they did the remake for the 3DS, they completely um, improved the uh, the journal or whatever that like oh, yeah. it logs when everything's actually happening. Yeah, that that game is spectacular. Yeah, uh, I bought a 3DS just for that game, and I think it's the only game I ever bought for it. Jeez, I <laughs> borrowed it from a friend of mine, and I never returned it. <laughs> I still have it. <laughs> oh, cool. You're one of yeah, those friends. And he moved to Ontario, and uh, he comes back every, like, four or five years, and I only can see him, like, once or twice. But, uh, yeah, maybe I should tell him, like, hey, I still have your mask for uh, for 3DS. Jeez. Or maybe I should just keep it. No, I'll return it. So, the we mentioned this before. It was the freedom in, uh, in Breath of the Wild. It was one of the best parts. And when I was trying to find the Master Sword for the first time, I... I so... Just a little backstory of me playing this game. So I did this very similar to how I did Skyward Sword, whereas I stayed away from all the trailers, uh, or except the release trailer that was released. That was a fucking amazeballs. Um, but I stayed away from gameplay trailers. I stayed away from all any sort of media revolving around Breath of the Wild, and I wanted to play it completely raw. Had fresh. no yeah, fresh like had no influence on anything uh, on the game, and that made my experience I think so much better. And I didn't look at online guides or anything. Um, so I was trying to find the Master Sword, and I remember seeing it in, in the release trailer that it was in the forest. So I was searching, like, Lanaru fucking, like, in the south area for, like, days, and I couldn't find it anywhere. And then, and then, uh, and then once I found the Lost Woods, I'm like, fuck's sakes, it's in the Lost Woods for- It's always in the Lost Woods, God come on, it. man! Yeah, I know, fucking failed. Hard. Uh, the, I really like the version did of you, Lost Did you, have you, had you discovered- no, I, I oh, never. Oh yeah, I, the way you can get lost in it. Um, I yeah, I figured that out. Um, it took a, a hour or two for me to figure it out because after you, because the tortures only take you so far, and then you got to figure it out from there. Yeah, well, you just follow the the hunger trees. Well, the no, you follow the the blowing of the torch. Yeah. Yep. Um, I think I, I did not know that you followed the blowing of the torch. Yeah, I yeah. completely fluked that too. Um, so don't feel don't feel bad, Cole. <laughs> I always feel bad all the time. Um, but uh, the new thing in this game was the weapon system and how you could wield basically whatever the fuck you wanted, and everything had a durability. Oh, and a weight. Yeah, it was uh, yeah. very very well thought out, and it it was yeah because you go back to like Ocarina of Time and you have you know your master sword and then the big Goron sword and that's all. But in this game, you have, like, every kind of weapon possible. Yeah, I think that this was a really good idea. Royal Guard stuff. Yeah. I think it was a good idea, but I also think it was a little bit flawed. Especially, like, through my first playthrough, you know, like, just maintaining weapons. Or you, like, the harder weapon, like, enemies you find, the, like, the crappier weapons I had. Because I'd be using my, my other weapons on... on lower level guys you know like trying to find a balance between when to use your weapons and when to not get over like have too many in your slot which ones to drop and which is a pick up i found it kind of a little clunky 
yeah. can roll pretty friggin' easily too. Yeah. Yeah. And like, like I don't know, I, I, I in legend like I like to use a sword. Like I like that you had a bunch of different swords, but I was like, oh, if I, I see a, see a Boko, like I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I'm gonna fight it with a stick. I didn't want to fight every single <laughs> Boko I saw with a stick. You know, like I want to fight him with a sword, but I didn't want to break my sword in case I was gonna all of a sudden stumble upon something a lot stronger. So. uh well, you could also yeah, use a uh, bow and arrow too, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I love the bow and arrow. Like, like one of my favorite things about Legend of Zelda is the, the archery aspect of it. So much fun. So well done. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I hope they don't get rid of it for the second one. Like, I hope they they keep it, but I hope it's like I don't know, tweaked a little bit. Yeah. Um, I uh, to repair maybe. Yeah, the option to repair would be cooler. Like, you could take a bunch of different ones like if you have like four or five rusty swords you could repair them all into something you can repair them a you, little bit better you can repair oh, yeah, you throw them into the mouth of the, the octo octorox octorox but i mean i was like i didn't want to have to freaking teleport all the way to the octorox to throw a, a sword at it and have it spit it back at me to every time i wanted to get a rusty weapon so yeah fair enough fair enough yeah <laughs> but i mean it was fun like i mean that's such a cool easter egg and it's a lot of fun but it's like after a while i'm like i'm just gonna not keep this rusty sword and and bounce you know so that's why i hope there's some tweaking i hope they keep it because i think it was like interesting and unique and, and fun but i i hope they they find a way to make it better yeah absolutely <laughs> um i fell i found the uh ancient shit what were they called the robot things guardians oh I, my god they were so fun. Oh, yeah i, I found them these. completely intimidating at first and i like did everything i could to avoid them and then i was like i need to get some strong armor and then i found the ancient armor and it said that it increased your resistance to the Guardians, and I was like, I must get mm. this. And then after I got it, I figured out that you could fucking bounce their beam back at them. And I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah. fuck. Oh, and then yeah. one, once you master well, that, you're set. Even with your horse, if you just sprinted at them with your horse, it would just bowl them over. Your horse you know, was like fucking a You just ride straight those. at them with your horse? Yeah. Oh, yeah, just like oh. rock-hard horses. So, so okay. the washboard abs. My dumbass horse called Hearse, with a U, um... Oh, that's funny. It was really dumb. Like it could literally take a fucking guardian blast, but it couldn't even walk across a bridge. It just like fell to its death. It just and I had to like jump off and glide down to its dead corpse. And I was like, "You're a fucking idiot, hearse." <laughs> I never had a. Did horse you name all of your on. horses hearse? No. Yeah, I don't think I did either. I got the Ganon horse, like the, the gigantic one. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a big beast. But, uh, no, I can't remember. I got the white horse right off the beginning. Like, there's that old man who's like, there's an ancient horse who lives up in the, the woods. They say it's the descendant of Zelda's horse. I got that one right away. Nice. I do, I'd never and found a pony, though. I found that horse and the and the giant uh, Ganon horse. But it, not... it, it pony. It, how do you say it? A pony? A, a pony, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. You have, the only way you could get it was having the, uh, Link. Um... Amiibo or the Zelda Amiibo or there's Amiibo you could you could have to have that's the only way you could get the horse. Oh okay. Yeah. You had to wear the yeah. you had to wear the Ocarina of Time hood or something. And it like spawns. Um, I can't remember what it was, but there was like each of the Amiibos did something unique. Like if you had the uh, the Toon Link Amiibo and you you placed it down, it would drop like fish from the sky. Like you'd get all the fish in the game and like. The Ganon one would drop a bunch of chests with like rupees on it, or rubies in it and stuff, and like everything did something unique. And one of them spawned that horse. Right. Let me look it up right now. That would be cool to add into the second Zelda. Is is something that uh, like similar to Majora's Mask, where you put on specific costumes and then specific effects happen around you. Oh yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be I mean, fun. That was one thing. Like, uh um, what was the heck was it called? The the shield. Like once you got that power, the Gorgon power up, and every time you shield, it would be that big orange shield yep. around you. Yeah. I kind of found that annoying. Like yes. I almost found that like took away from the game a little bit. Like I, I liked the I, the I, raw I, combat, and then just trying to buy shield. I definitely turned that off because like you you always wasted on like some stupid situation too, and you're like oh oh yeah, yeah. It takes so long to respawn or recharge. Yeah. So, but yeah, again, my well, the biggest lifesaver obviously was the was the water ladies like revival, full revive plus four. Oh hearts. yeah! Oh man! Oh, that was nutty. So Good handy. Good stuff, though. <laughs> um, so obviously you got to start from zero uh, in Breath of the Wild too. So I'm wondering if you can get any of those abilities back. 
I hope they freshen yeah. it up. I hope they freshen it up just a little bit. Yeah, me too. Like, I hope... I, I do as well. I hope they don't have the same thing. Apparently, people are saying that they have a map of Breath of the Wild 2 with none of the, the towers or the shrines on it. So I hope that, like, you've... I don't know. Like, cause since you've already played it, would you have discovered already we'll and see. there's like something new nah, you have to discover. i hope not yeah me too but i mean i wonder how if it's a number two like is link gonna like trip and hit his head on a rock and then be like oh i forgot how everything was well it's a direct you know, like, it's a direct sequel so i think that they should uh acknowledge some of the work you've already done in the first one but they should uh, yeah definitely keep it fresh i think yeah i agree that they should acknowledge work You've done the first one as well, but I I do want new places to explore and new things to new things to do. Um, Bring back Navi. Yeah, listen. No, no more fairies. <laughs> yeah, no more fairies. Yeah, just more kokiri seeds. Oh, yeah, would you guys think more seeds, yeah. more golden poops? <laughs> I want. Oh, you collect the golden poops now, and, and then you get a seed if you collect 999 golden poops. Oh, you know what would be interesting is if this used the saved data from the first Breath of the Wild on the Switch to influence what happens in the second game. So if it sensed that <laughs> you saved all the all 900 Korok seeds, then it's be like, hey, and then you get a bonus or some bullshit. That'd be interesting. Yeah, that'd be. Yeah, it would be interesting. Yeah, because lots of lots of games do that. What's a uh, uh, Mass Effect? Mass Effect would do that. I mean, if you never played the first one, it would just start you off normally. But if you like played the first one, it would be the same character, and like they, they yeah. would remember you or recognize things that you did. So yeah, that could be really interesting. Ooh, Nintendo's on to something good. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. they can play around a lot. Or of maybe we're the ones to think of it. We've had some pretty good ideas on the podcast, I think, for how to better games. Yeah, so Nintendo listens to our podcast, and we're we're solely responsible for how good the games turn out now. You're yeah, welcome. That's us. Yeah. Thanks, Nintendo. I mean, thanks. Thanks. Everybody can thank us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when we were speaking of fairies, what did you guys think of the great fairies? Um, the they're, fairy shrines. Their they're hoo-hahs were a little less pointy than I remember, so that's a plus. <laughs> a little rounder. Yeah, a little, a little, a little more, more plump. A little more high def, yeah. Um, but I'm glad they kept the craziness. Like, they're just ass so friggin' ridiculous. Yeah. So ridiculous, yeah. And the flowers and everything, like, their whole shrine that they came out of was awesome. It looked really, really cool. But that one, oh, yeah. that one bitch in the desert who wanted 10,000 rupees to fucking wake <laughs> up. <laughs> right? I don't, I don't remember the one in the desert. You went there and, there, you know, when you before you wake them up, they're in that little flower... Like bud. Thing. Oh yeah, I remember that, but I don't remember the desert. Yeah, thing. and then her hands out. She's like, Ugh, "I need ten thousand to get out of bed." Basically, <laughs> I was like, "Fuck off." Nobody gives me rupees anymore. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I uh, I actually needed help finding um the last two fairy fountains because they were not obvious enough for me. <laughs> I found the one over. What were the last two for you? Oh, I found the one in Elden. And I found the one in, uh, by, uh, Caraco Village. Oh, but, yeah, those ones are easy yeah, peasy. But the desert one, I didn't find because I didn't explore that far out. And, uh, the other one was, uh, out west somewhere, kind of, like, bet between the desert and the bird place. Did you find the horse one? Yes, I found the horse one, and I brought Hearst back to life reluctantly, but he's, he, yeah. Hearst is back. Hearst is back, baby. Reluctantly, he's like, God, I just need to find another bridge to jump off of. <laughs> I gotta get away from this guy. <laughs> yep. That's awesome. You uh, know, oh, go ahead. speaking of the uh, speaking of the desert, those whale fights, what, what were those things? I don't even oh, know, but they were yeah, so the, fun. The first time, oh my God, I didn't know the, 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 the pattern of, you know, throwing the bombs so that it goes after it, I didn't know. So I just fought it right out. Oh my god, it took me forever. But that was some fun fighting. That was fun, yeah. What are those things called? Desert, desert... The, uh, I can't even remember what they look like, but I know what you're talking about. The, the big, yeah. Like giant angler? Uh, yeah. yeah, it was like the Modega. I can't remember the name. Yeah, Moduga? Moduga, yeah, yeah. Super fun. So, what uh, what kind of bosses do you guys think is going to be in the second one? Because uh, if we're going to be underground facing mummy type things, mm. I hope. Um, I don't know. I just hope there's a little bit more variety. Like fighting the shadows was fine, um, but uh, you know, it was it was all kind of the same. Yeah, so. the bokos and the the lizards and the 
Yeah, they, there was not uh, too much variety. Yeah, but I mean, specific, specifically for the boss fights, um, it was uh, there wasn't that much variety, you know. Um, it saved you when you went to the castle to not have to fight uh, a lot while you were there. You know, you just kind of go after Ganon. But um, going into, oh my god, what are they called? The beasts? The divine At, beasts. Divine beasts, yeah. You go in there, and this it was kind of the same fight each time. And I really hope that they change that up and they make it more traditional Zelda where you've got... Um, uh, every dungeon had its own completely different boss to fight and i hope they kind of bring that back a little bit what's yeah your, oh yeah what's your favorite boss to fight in all of zelda oh my gosh that's that's loaded yeah um wow there's so many i really like the ganon from um link to the past like the first yeah, time you're facing down like, the yeah 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 you know, like the pig Ganon, like the mm-hmm. man. I love, I love that. I mean, I loved like so many of the boss fights, boss fights from Link to the Past. That's still my, oh, my jam. Hmm. Oh, or from Twilight Princess, the the ice fight when you fight like there's like that sweet little um, couple that lives in that mansion, and then yeah. the, the lady turns evil with yeah. their like terrifying red eyes and spiky teeth. I think that's my favorite dungeon, but the boss was kind of meh. I didn't really like it, but my favorite. It just boss... freaked me out. I was like so scared. Um, Dark Link, man, I love fighting Dark Link. Yeah, I was actually gonna say, uh, say they might bring him back if they're if you're fighting underground the mummies. That'd be sweet. Yeah, that'd be really cool. But uh, I don't. I can't even think of who my favorite boss would be. Uh, there's a bunch in Skyward Sword that I actually quite enjoyed fighting, but except one of those is not the fucking uh, imprisoned. <laughs> Fuck him fight the same fucking dick three times over and over yeah he was it wasn't a fun fight either like you had to get it just right or you're getting punished and then then gruce had to stop fucking gelling his hair and grow a pair of balls and fight back for once (laughs) oh fucking gruce yeah he was he was off talk i saw this um animation uh it was a link standing at the uh uh where they take off and land on their birds or whatever and then uh, Groose comes up, and then everyone's like, oh my god, it's Groose, everybody hide! And then Groose starts saying, like, PG, like, insults. Like, oh, you're a big loser. And then Zelda comes and just, like, <laughs> rips him apart, like, 18+. plus. Like, you're a fucking low-life scumbag piece of shit! And then Groose, like, goes and starts crying in his room. He's like, what? What did I even do wrong? <laughs> oh. Yeah. What game was this from? No, that was an animation on, uh, I think it was on Newgrounds. Oh, oh. Yeah, I still, even after, like, high school, uh, go on Newgrounds occasionally. They yeah. That's some good, good stuff on Newgrounds. I mean, like, that's a good way for indie animators to, to get stuff out there. I mean, there's still some pretty interesting stuff. Yeah. I was distracted there because I was looking up Legend of Zelda enemies. What was the name of the dragon... In Ocarina of Time, the fire one. Uh, Volvalga. Vol- yes, that was an incredible fight. I really, really like that one. With the hammer, so fun. Volvalga? Yep. Volvalga. Yeah, remember you, just, you kept coming out of the holes and you had to hammer them, and that oh, was so good. Um, is, uh, w- there was talk of a Legend of Zelda Netflix series? Do you guys remember that? I do uh, remember that. I, I hope do, they don't yeah. do it. Yeah. Yeah, it would be really weird. Like that would be such a yeah. strange. I'm uh, I'm I don't want to use the word worried, but uh I'm concerned about The Witcher. Yeah. And with it's Superman? not I don't know. Yeah, with Superman, I don't know that he's the right fit. I don't know. Maybe that's just me, but I feel like he's maybe too young. Yeah, I mean, Geralt starts young in the in the first ones, but I mean, I don't know where they're going to pick the story up from or like how far they're going to go. With the story, I do really like uh, what's his name, um, uh, Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill, yeah, I like him. Yeah. Like, I think he did a really good job in the um, new Mission Impossible. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I loved his character in that. Like, he like looked great, and like his like fighting style, and like his is you know he he looks like an action hero, you know. So, I think he would look cool as the Witcher. But I I fully agree that everything that's like video game adapted is usually a steaming pile of shit. Well, yeah. it's because like, they, they, you can't tell fucking games 
in a two-hour movie. You just can't do it. It has to be episodic. Yeah. Like, how yeah. they're going to pull off Monster Hunter in two hours when that's, like, a thousands-of-hour game if you really get into the grind of it? I don't know what they're thinking. They're making a Monster Hunter movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's almost done. It's coming out this year or next year. Well, it's got uh, Mila Hohovich. Well, we don't even Monster. have to watch that to know what happens. Fuck it. Yeah, right. You it's like, it's going to be like their skin. basically Transformers. Like, everything's all cool. Hey, look, a hot girl. Oh, my God. Aliens are attacking. Let's kill it. And then they kill it. And then it's fine. And then the movie's yeah. over. That's gonna and be they movie. make a sword out of its jawbone. Yeah. Because why not? Holy crap. How did I not know about this? That's a, the, Oh, my God. That's the chick from uh, Resident Evil and uh, oh, yeah, no. Fifth Element, uh, her oh, best role ever. Yeah. yeah, Fifth Element was great, but I mean, like Resident but, Evil yeah. was they, they they that was a huge flop of a. Hey, which one are you talking about? The first or the seventh? Uh <laughs> they're all bad. They're all yeah. bad. Fuck oh them man, all. sorry. Oh, yeah. It's because her husband was making them, and he just yeah. like put her in as the. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway. I don't want to get into it right now. But I do at the same time. But we're supposed to be talking about Zelda. Zelda. Uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, let's finish up here on uh, Breath of the Wild 2, and then we'll move on to Link's Awakening remake. But um, So anything uh, anything you want to add about uh, number two, Adam? Uh, more food options, please. Man, oh, that was yeah. fun. I love the cooking. I thought that was so fun, and it was so creative. You could just make kind of whatever you wanted so good nice yeah i agree i i think yeah like like there was so many things that you would cook together that would just come out as like this is not good you know like this doesn't go together like i think they need to have more options of things that are that go together maybe they're not the best but they just don't have to turn out to be crap you know so yeah more more options for as much as you can and not only not only that they kind of sprinkled a little bit of recipes throughout the world of breath of the wild but like maybe you could find a secret recipe somewhere like when you open a chest they didn't really have too many of those i guess um outside the shrines but um you know you find a chest and it has a secret recipe in there and it tells you the ingredients and then it tells yeah, you like what a it does. recipe book would be really fun like i i love the fact that you just kind of have to figure it out like they don't give you a recipe book but like if you figure out how to make something yeah you should, should almost yeah. be able to write it down it should go yeah. into a journal like the Majora's Max 3DS. Yeah. Like, just yeah. Make, yeah, that would be super awesome. So, nice. listen to our ideas. We've got, we've got them all here, yeah. Nintendo. Now they're going to delay the game because they're going to have to implement our ideas into the game. That's fine. Uh, again, you're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone. Everyone listen. Yeah. Uh, I'm more... I, I want to see some different costumes because I like how the costumes actually contributed to something. It wasn't just cosmetic. Yes. Yeah. Um, the rubber I one. I did like the ones that were just cosmetic, though, as well. Yeah, I mean, you had some of the helmets, like uh, from past games, like you had Majora's Mask that did fuck all. Um, actually, I think it it did do something. I can't remember exactly what, but um, uh, once you clear all the shrines, it unlocks uh, a, th- a last shrine or whatever, and, and then you go and you find uh, the costume. It's the tunic of the wild. And uh, yeah. Oh, threw- is that the one that showed the health of everybody? Yep. Yeah, that was good. That was fun. That was a nice little completionist reward. Hmm. You know what? Loadouts would be nice then. Just like having, you know, three specific loadouts. Say you want to be sneaky, you put on your night suit. Yeah. You want to be whatever. And then you can, uh, or you maybe like, uh, like transmog, like Diablo 3, so you can look however you want, but still get the abilities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's the one thing, like, I love the, 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 just the regular, like, armor, the knight's armor, or... The yeah, look really nice. You could buy, yeah, and like you can yeah. color it. Like I had it all colored, like in my one color, and then I would always wear the hood with the cape and the yep. full armor. And I like, yep. I love that look, but it doesn't really do anything too much yeah. except for give you like more health. But if I wanted to swim or fly or you know, so I definitely agree with Transmog. Well, yeah, and the uh, blue tunic thing that was like actually the best piece of armor in the game. You couldn't die or do anything with it, the champion's tunic or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was somewhat frustrating because. I wanted to have Link dressed in the classic green, but uh, I couldn't. So he had a green hood, a blue shirt, and then the standard whatever. <laughs> he was on spring break, man. Leave him alone. Tie-dye. I want tie-dye options. I always wore a hood, though, because I was the mysterious traveler. Mm-hmm. Of no course you were. Trying, but everyone does. So. 
All right, so let's uh, move over to Link's Awakening. Oh, I'm so excited for this game. Yes, it's coming out in 2019, and the trailer actually looks quite good. They started it off by playing the classic opening scene from the original, except it's a little bit more animated. It says not final, not final gameplay or whatever, not actual gameplay. So I imagine that that was just a teaser. But uh, it's a 2.5D uh, top-down perspective similar to... Uh, uh, Link's, uh, what's the sequel to Link's, Link, uh... A Link to the Past? Yeah, see, the sequel to that. Oh, uh... Bet uh Link gosh, Between Worlds. The name. Mm -hmm. Link Between Worlds, yeah. So it looks like that, except it looks like it, like, got slapped in the face with Yoshi. Like, it has the same, similar art style as Yoshi. I love the art style. I'm such a huge yeah. fan of this art style. Yeah, looks really good. Yeah. Um, and I'm, it's bringing back some puzzles, like, back in the first Zelda game, um, specifically in the seventh dungeon... You went into a room that had like seven wizardrobes and then five knuckles, and you can only attack the knuckles from the back. So you had to dodge all the wizardrobes' shots. You had to like find an open path and then dodge them all and then attack the knuckles. Oh, that was a hard room. I died a lot. Yeah. In that room. Oh, I want some challenge. I mean, I, that's another thing I loved about Breath of the Wild is just how difficult it was. Like it, there was such a huge difficulty curve. So yeah, keep the challenges going. Yeah. And uh, and then when you got into a bad situation, you only could blame yourself, because you you just kind of charge in there like, yeah, I got this, and then you get totally fucked. <laughs> so. Yep, strategery. Yep. Gotta use strategery. Yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah. I miss the old, uh, the old Zeldas when they didn't, you know, spoon-feed you hints. Yeah, oh yeah. I think that's why all the, uh, old-time people prefer Link to the Past versus Ocarina of Time, because it was less handholdy. Yeah, if you got lost, like, you had to figure it out. You had to go around the whole world and be like, what did I miss? What did I forget? I wonder if that was a marketing tactic. Like, oh, if you want the answers, you got to buy Nintendo Power. Probably was. <laughs> Everything. Nintendo is all about making money. I mean, like... Every business is, but yeah. Every business is, yeah. Disney. Disney's all about making money. Pokemon. I always talk about that. Pokemon's, like, the, the slogan for Pokemon is buy our product. Like, that's what their slogan is. Is that an internal Sorry. slogan, or are they just openly saying, buy our shit? Gotta catch them all. Gotta catch them all. Buy our product. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Gotta catch them all is literally, give us your money. Yep. That's what it is. You want to be the very best, like no one you ever was? Buy our shit. Hand out that dash. Yeah. So, buy I mean, our yeah, shit. It's probably a little bit of a, a marketing scheme. So I uh, have actually okay. never played the original. Um, th I've only not played two Zelda games, and this is one of them. Uh, this one and the Oracle games are the ones I haven't played. So those are the, all the handheld ones, the old handheld ones I didn't play. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I really played any of the handheld ones, too. The, the closest thing this reminds me to is Link to the Past, which I played on Super Nintendo, which, man, I would just cream for every time. I love that game such a good game yeah i was actually when i first saw it i was like oh man they're doing link to the past and it was awakening and i was like ah still looks good but i mean if they yeah. do this to link to the past like take take my money take well, who's, with... who's to say they're not already like these assets yeah, oh, yeah. can be just easily used you know what i mean like they're uh, they're not the same game but they're very close yeah uh, well map -wise. the thing with uh links uh, link between worlds is they were deciding whether this is even before Majora's Mask, the remake came out. They were trying to decide whether they should remake Majora's Mask, remake Link to the Past, or just make a sequel to Link to the Past. And then they eventually just were like, we should just remake fucking Majora's Mask to tie them over and then make a sequel to Link to, Link to the Past, and that's what they did. Mm. Mm, that was a good tactic. It worked. I yeah. got them all. Yeah. <laughs> good job, Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta catch them all. <laughs> Gotta catch them all, gotta slice them all. Uh, I like how we have so much more to talk about for Link's Awakening, but uh, we're like still off track for it. Yeah. Uh, what what are, what are the things that you are looking forward to for the game? Um, for me, uh, I'm just looking forward to a new Zelda game because I haven't played this and uh, it, the graphics look uh, very stunning on the Nintendo oh, yeah. Switch. Uh, going from a fucking colorless brick fucking Game Boy to a uh, vibrant, uh, powerful console like the Switch. Yeah. Just, even like the walls, like I'm looking at pictures here, like just the, the, the walls around each level just look so alive. Like 
like links inside this rock cave with like ferns on the wall fighting skeletons and like ah everything about it just looks so cool yeah um it's so the biggest problem i have with older zelda games is you may not have noticed things right away because the graphics were so um eight bit um, yeah and then i i even noticed that on the remake of uh, pokemon let's go because when you played the original game like when you're in sabrina's gym and you're trying to find your way to her like it doesn't make any fucking sense you just like step on these little triangle things and then you just somehow make it to fucking her but in uh, pokemon let's go it was very clear what was going on because obviously the graphics are better and you can figure it out you can see what's going on yeah so that's uh this game looks like it's going to be like that as well so it's going to be very obvious to figure out the puzzles because the graphics are um, at a much better place what do you guys think about the Mario-esqueness? You know, like how there's the Goombas and the Chain Chomps in it. Well, from what I understand, this takes place in a different um, dimension or something. Not dimension, but a different realm. Because um, Link gets struck by lightning uh, on that little ship, and then he wakes up on the shore in this this land. Mm. Um, that's just me reading, though. I haven't actually played the game. Yeah, I mean, it's just just enemies. What do I care what they look like? As long as I can yeah. hit them with my sword. I just, I think it's so, like, interesting how much, you know, they're, like, together. Like, like how these games go together. Like, a lot of Mario Easter eggs. Or there's a lot of Zelda Easter eggs in Mario games. A lot of Mario Easter eggs in Zelda games. But it's just kind of such a funny thing to be in each other's games. You know, they're so different, but... Well, so similar. I don't know if you remember, but Link's in fucking Mario Kart now, so I think they're pretty yeah, tight. Link's, yeah, yeah, he is. There's even more than that. Like he was, Link was in the Mario RPG. Like he had a cameo in the Mario RPG. Yeah. And uh, there's tons of stuff. So, but I just think it's funny that you're playing as Link and jumping on Goombas and dodging chain chomps. So. Yeah. And and ironically, that level with the Goombas was a side scroller. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The little side scrolling. Oh, yeah. And there's in. I'm just watching the the uh, analyst breakdown for Link's Awakening and the fishing. There's like a fishing montage. Like it shows like a, a Link standing at the shoreline, and you can see all the water, and you can see the fishing rod in the water. Yeah. That looks like it'd be fun. It's no Sea of Thieves yeah. fishing. No, no it isn't. Got to get that uh, going. And there's the the dungeon maker. Like that's gonna be oh, pretty cool. Yeah. See how how you can utilize it because you know the the whole friend system on the uh, Nintendo platforms isn't exactly favorable, but um, the ability to just send your dungeons, you make a dungeon, send it to your friends, check it out. You know what I mean? Like you can make some pretty devious stuff. Well, it's like Mario Maker for Zelda, like Zelda Dungeon Maker or whatever. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, basically. But I think it's going to be a little more... Uh, like, Mario Maker, you just make a Mario level, and the, those levels are kind of massive in comparison. But in this dungeon, you're just making, you know, a little, like, whatever, 9 by 9 block of enemies and rocks and whatever. But also, like, in the game, they were saying that, so you collect these dungeon tiles, and then once you put them together and you do that dungeon, you unlock unique things through that. So mm -hmm. it's like... It's not only for making it for your your friends, but you have to do these these dungeons to also for your game, like to unlock new things in, in your playthrough. Yeah, it's like your own collect. It's like a, another form of collectible, which I love. I love. Oh them. yeah. What yeah. If, what if Nintendo's just like running out of uh, level designers, so they're like, let's just see who's out there, and now they yeah, have maybe. Super Mario Maker. Yeah. Um. Oh, actually, I watched um, Honest Game Trailers uh, for Mario Maker, and I fucking laughed so hard. He's like, um, when they're running out of Mario ideas uh, for Mario levels, so they just said, do it your fucking self. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. We're yeah. sick of doing this. Yeah. There's some yeah. savage levels, though. It's Oh, yeah. I was There's a YouTuber that I was watching, and, man, I was, like, watching some of the levels he put together, and holy crap, it looked yeah. like... I do not have the precision to do that. Yeah, but they're beatable. You can't publish the, the level if it's not beatable. If it's not beatable, yeah. Yeah. But there was one that came out recently, um, and you had, like, a the odds of, of winning are, like, one in, like, a few billion or something like that because it's all RNG. And I don't know how that worked. I didn't look at it, but I just know, like, that's insanity. Finally, somebody beat it, but only one person has ever beat it. Wow. That's insane. Yeah, That's it's, it's awesome. absolutely insane. I don't know, like, what the... Why would you want to punish yourself over and over? I don't know, but... 
Oh, yeah, and how would you even happy. make that? Like, how would your brain even conceive yeah. that? You know what I mean? Like, that's what blows my mind about Mario Makers. I, I can't put that stuff together. No, but then you've got people in Minecraft making quad-core CPUs. You know what I mean? Like, just, I don't know. I don't understand it, <laughs> but they do it. <laughs> yeah, I I wanted to make a, for the video games now team, I wanted to make, like, a, my own D&D world inside Minecraft, and I'm, like, struggling, like, you know, I'm trying to make it interesting and, and shape it up, and then I go, on, like, I check things online to see how people are doing, and they've made, like, these amazing things, and I'm like, oh, my Minecraft world sucks compared to these guys. <laughs> you know what, actually, reeling it back into Zelda, actually, my favorite dungeon is the final dungeon in Skyward Sword. Um, it's like, um, you know those, what are those pictures called where they're missing a piece, but you have to slide all the pieces? Yeah. You know, My sister's really good at those. Yeah, so, uh, so... Oh, that was fun. Yeah, so that's that was the dungeon coal, is there was eight rooms, and then there was one space that was free, and you had you got to a panel, and you had to, like, rearrange the rooms to be able to access different areas in each room. Mm. Yeah, you were moving the entire dungeon around. Oh, that was so cool. I forgot about that. That yeah. was incredible. So that would be cool if you could do something like that in the, in the dungeon maker, because I'd make stuff, stuff like that all the time. That's got it. That's, yeah, I wonder how in depth they're gonna go with the dungeon maker. Yeah, I don't. I don't want no bullshit. Fucking super easy level one dungeon bullshit. I want like hardcore mechanics. Mm. Yeah, I'll make. I'll make a top tippity top dungeon. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see how how it's gonna turn out. When is the actual release date? Uh, they just uh, said 2019 so in the trailer. I don't know if it's been actually announced yet. Standby. I we'll thought check. they said September, but me, yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Switch release, release date. date. I'm gonna beat you to it. I'm gonna beat you to it's it. All September twenty twenty nineteen. Oh, it showed me Link's Awakening, um, nineteen ninety three. That's not what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, hopefully this one. Will, yeah. Uh... So September September twentieth. Okay, that's cool. Uh, September twentieth, and this uh. This trailer, or sorry, this uh, picture on Nintendo's website is actually super cool too. So it's going to be sixty dollars. It's not even the price of a full game. Yeah, that's pretty good. And uh, I, I don't even know if it should be less than sixty dollars. I mean, because I don't know how much they're going to add to it. Like, I mean, how big was the Link's Awakening? The yeah, original? Well, I'm sure it wasn't that big. It was for the original Game Boy. Mm. Yes, yeah, so I wonder. Yeah, is six. I mean, they must have added a little bit in order to bump it up to sixty bucks. Um, how much was Link's Awaken? Awaken. Holy shit! I can't even spell Awakening at launch. I know I've been using the spell correct for it because too lazy. So, Link's Awakening. Uh, five more rows. I'm just gonna find this because I'm really curious to see how much it was at launch mm -hmm. um but you guys can keep talking about the game while i look i i think it's cool because like for pokemon let's go they did uh like it was basically like a uh item per item area per area remake of the original and it seems like this is pretty darn close to the same thing as well like i mean it looks like they're keeping it pretty uh similar to the to the first one so or like there's gonna be the same like if you played wink's awakening a ton the original this one's going to be similar to it, so you can just jump right back into it. Yeah. Uh, oh god, it looks so good. Yeah. Yeah. We're all just watching trailers. Let's just stop doing. All <laughs> just watch stop the trailers. <laughs> yeah, I can't find how much it was at launch, but I you would imagine it was something like twenty dollars or twenty five, thirty dollars maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how much uh, were crazy expensive? Well, yeah, because I remember um, buying 64 games in, like, 1999 like, for $20. I bought Tony Hawk 3 for $20. Wow, 64 games, man. I miss them. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> it's man. just the, the golden I'm so age. glad Banjo-Kazooie's coming. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, so I think it's going to be a fresh game. I really, I'm sure that they're going to have updates to it, like they did with Majora's Mask. So you have, like, a better map and, you know, stuff like that. So you can kind of keep track and hopefully you can label the map. But uh, beyond that, you know, you don't want too many changes because A, people complain and B, you know, a lot of people are buying it for the same experience that they had 20 years ago or whatever. Yeah, totally. 
All right, well, uh, we should probably wrap this podcast up. Uh, so thanks for listening, yeah. every, everybody, to the uh, Video Games Now podcast. Let us know what your thoughts are on our uh, social media pages, which you can find links for on our website at videogamesnow.ca. And uh, thanks for joining us today, Adam, for filling in for Will's um, drunk coma. <laughs> thanks for having me, man. <laughs> All right, and I actually finished my drink. It's empty, as you can hear. Um, oh, well, yeah. Actually, it's not empty because it's still sloshing about, but... Um, anyways, uh, anyone uh, who's uh, new to the show, uh, please hit the subscribe button. And uh, if you're an avid listener of the show, leave us a review on whatever you're listening to us on. And it really helps us out. And uh, we will see you guys next week. Bye-bye. That's see yeah. This is where you say... This is where you... <laughs> All right. Peace. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.